What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Brain Body Resilience podcast. I'm your host, JPB. And we are on episode number 129, talking about gratitude. I am taking a little trip to visit the sunshine because I live in the Pacific Northwest of the United States and it is gray and it is wet and it has been cold and I am not feeling it. I don't love it, and uh, I want to see some sunshine. So uh, I'm going on a little trip to visit the sunshine and see a concert with my husband and some friends, and I am very excited. And I noticed that it takes much intention for me to sit with my excitement and gratitude and be present with it and highlight all of the things that I have currently, this trip that I'm taking, these things that I'm doing that I have previously wanted to do, um, because I am very excited about these things now. But I have kind of glossed over them and kind of like, okay, it's happening, check. I'm already on to the next thing that I want to do or accomplish, which I'm aware of. And I think so many of us do this because we have a tendency to look for like the next thing. What is the next thing that we're doing? Jared and I talked about this. My husband and I, we talked about this. We were on a trip somewhere. I think we were just like taking a long weekend in Seattle and we were talking and we were planning this, our next trip on, on this trip. And we took a moment to recognize that and kind of agreed that we would not start planning things while we were in the middle of doing something else, because it doesn't allow us to be present and appreciate and enjoy and be grateful for this thing that we at one time really wanted to do. And now we have, and now we're not recognizing it because we're looking into the future. So I wanted to talk about gratitude today because I think it does take intention and a reminder sometimes to recognize the things that we have currently to be grateful for. And, you know, I like to know what's going on in the brain and the body and the whys and the hows. How is this thing working? Why is it working? Why are we doing these things? So I read an article recently about gratitude and resentment interventions where they measured brain function and physiological measures, uh, mainly heart rate. And I wanted to share some of that with you. I thought it was a really great study. The article says, A sense of gratitude is a powerful and positive experience that can promote a happier life, whereas resentment is associated with life dissatisfaction. To explore the effects of gratitude and resentment on mental well-being, we acquired functional magnetic resonance imaging and heart rate data before, during, and after the gratitude and resentment interventions. So if we take a moment to just think about this, it seems super simple to me. Being grateful for things feels good, and resentment does not. For me, resentment feels much more heavy and dense. 
like something that I do not want to hold on to. The article goes on to talk about functional connectivity, which is the measure of bioelectrical activity, so the firing of neurons in multiple brain regions. And those brain regions that are being explored in this article are the default mode, the emotional and motivational reward networks. So let's take a moment to think about that. The default mode network is what is active when you are just kind of spacing out, not really focused on anything in particular, on a task at hand. You're just thinking about yourself, thinking about others, worrying about the future, recalling the past, kind of daydreaming when your mind is wandering, the things that it does, the stories that it tells. That is the default mode network. So then we have the emotional and motivational reward networks involved as well here that they mentioned. And we're talking about with these three networks, we're talking about a gratitude practice having an effect on how we think about ourselves and the world around us and how we navigate the world, how we feel about all of that, and then how we interact with ourselves and how we interact with the world around us. Because motivation and reward is everything for human beings. Everything we do is through motivation and reward. And then we tell stories about it. We have feelings about it. So you're hungry. So you're motivated to eat to get that reward of energy and flavor sensation and nutrients. And then there is an emotion. And then there is a story about why or what that means. Or you want to live, you know, in a home and buy things. So you are motivated to work and pay bills so you can get the reward of those things. And there are emotions involved with stories that we tell about money and status based on lifestyle, what that means about us and the world around us based on the stories that we are socialized in. Or you are stressed out and you just want to feel better, your motivation to feel better. So you're likely motivated to address that through the path of least resistance in order to save energy. So maybe it's coping or avoiding through taking the edge off with a drink after work or nonstop binge watching Netflix or scrolling, or it's eating sweet and salty things to get that dopamine hit and to feel a little bit better. The parts of our brain that are affected by intentional gratitude practice are the parts of our brain that shape how we feel. They shape our mental well-being and how we view ourselves and our life. So this is just one of the most important things that we can do both to help lower stress and create our own joy and happiness. Going back to the article, it says that people are um, subjected to a great deal of stress during daily life and thus tend to be sensitive and negative. I'm sorry, I'm going to start over with that. People are subjected to a great deal of stress during daily life and thus tend to be sensitive to negative stimuli. And this is because stress diverts your resources while joy and gratitude help to buffer the stress and increase the threshold you have to manage that stress you do have daily. An unhappy and stressful life is associated with decreased emotional ability and life satisfaction and also with cognitive impairments. And then uh, another note here from the article, positive emotion has been associated with enhanced self-regulation and resilience. 
as well as promoting self-motivation. In particular, expressing gratitude is known to promote positive mindsets and reduce stress levels. This is all incredible, incredible news. It's not new. There have been multiple studies on, um, on the positive effects of expressing gratitude and gratitude meditations. This one's specifically looking at gratitude and resentment and how they interact. Um, many people express more negative emotions such as anger and resentment over positive ones in stressful circumstances, which I know that I, when I am stressed out, I am more irritable with less patience for sure. And I get angry. I think about how angry I was, which was a lot lot of layers of things, but it was a lot of my unchecked stress, unregulated emotions, and unprocessed trauma. And so the expression of such emotions can be mentally demanding. It takes a lot of energy. It is expensive energetically in daily life and also associated with poorer emotional health. The article goes on to say, furthermore, blaming others is related to a a poorer mental state and emotional ill-being, which is why I talk so much about responsibility. Focusing on what you can control, what I can control. Caring for yourself in proactive rather than reactive ways that can help increase the threshold to stress and give you a sense of self-directed accomplishment and satisfaction, that motivation and reward. Maybe even, you know, get crazy and celebrate your efforts and yourself. Who knows? Sky's the limit. So this study is pretty cool looking at both uh, the neural and autonomic activity in the nervous system. So the central and peripheral nervous system, so your brain and your body. We have this automatic negative bias, and it takes longer for us to process happiness in the brain. This is one reason practicing gratitude and creating a pattern of building awareness around and recognizing the good things in our days that bring us little bits of joy in our days is such a powerful tool to counteract stress and negative bias. Because the more that we practice gratitude, the more that our brain looks for things to give it that hit of dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. These are all the neurochemicals that help us feel connected and emotionally regulated. And then the more that that happens, the more that we get those bursts of feel good, the stronger that neural connection becomes. And then our brain is constantly looking for the things to be grateful for. And that becomes the default. It's always going to be a little bit more difficult to hold on to the positive things over negative things because we do have that automatic negative bias, but it will be much easier. It will be much more routine when we make a habit of these things, when we make a habit of being grateful. It takes practice, especially if you're like me and you've spent most of your life looking for all of the possible shit that you, you know, that could possibly go wrong just so you could be prepared. Because for people who have experienced early childhood trauma, being hyper vigilant in your surroundings and looking for ways to keep safe is just what we have learned to do. And so we have to relearn how to navigate intentionally 
Because when we are looking for all of the bad shit, all of the bad things that could possibly go wrong, that's what we find. Because your brain is just going to find whatever you're looking for. It's just there to provide you with the information that you're seeking. So when we're seeking gratitude, when we're looking for the good things, that's when we see them. I don't know if y'all have ever heard Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But that is an example of when you learn about something or recognize something, you start paying attention to something and then you start seeing it everywhere. Like if you're going to, if you're looking to buy a new car and then all of a sudden you start to see the car that you want to buy everywhere. It's not because all of a sudden that thing just appeared and it wasn't there before. It's because now you are looking for that. Now you are paying attention. And so your brain is like, oh yeah, that's relevant information. There's also a related phenomenon known as inattentional blindness, which suggests that unless we pay attention, unless we pay close attention to something, we can miss even the most conspicuous event. So again, it's not that the things aren't there. It's that we have so much information flooding into our sensory systems all the time. Your brain pays attention to what is relevant information. So unless we are intentional about the instructions that we're giving to our brain about what is relevant, we could miss all of the good things, all of the pretty little things that we have to be grateful for in our days. So again, it takes practice, especially if you have spent a lot of your time kind of leaning into the automatic negative bias that we have. So how do I practice gratitude, if you're asking this, there are all kinds of ways. Um, But these are some of my favorite. Journal. And there's no right or wrong way to this. I like to just write down like the things that I'm grateful for. And I think about little things like my plants or my breath as a tool or the fact that I live in a warm home, have access to fresh food and water. Um, which are not little things. Those are (laughs) survival things. And when our survival needs are met, then we can do other things with our energy. So those are huge. And I know that a lot of the times those are the ones that are taken for granted. And so just listing things that I am grateful for. Um, In the morning, uh, in order to set the tone for your day or At night, right before I go to bed, sometimes I'll write my gratitude list just to reflect on the good from from the day. Another way to practice gratitude is to let someone know how much you appreciate them. Active gratitude appreciation. Send a text. Call someone. Buy them flowers. Send somebody a coffee. Whatever. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Another, Another one of my favorites, think about something that you are grateful for. Just thinking about it, because again, this has a physiological effect. This changes how your body responds, changes how you feel and the state of your nervous system, which then changes your thoughts. Notice how it feels in your body to think about something that you are grateful for, someone that you are grateful for, and then take that feeling with you and use it when you need it throughout your day. You can always remember that and go back to that. And it is as simple as that. It can not necessarily be easy always, but it is that simple. When you have the space, use your breath, 
focus, be intentional about what you're thinking about, who you're grateful for, what you're grateful for, and feel how that feels. And last on this list, look at yourself in the mirror and then name one thing that you're grateful for about yourself. And I know that this one can be really tricky. And because it's more difficult, you have to be more intentional about it. If it doesn't come easy to you, just know that you're not alone. And shit takes time and practice, especially if it's not something we're used to doing. So I would love to know what you are grateful for. You can um, get a hold of me through my contacts that are in the show notes here. You could find me on Instagram at jpb.brainbodyresilience. Send me a DM. Comment on the post. I always post uh, these episodes on my Instagram. Let me know what you're grateful for today. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. I will link the article that I was referencing in the show notes if you want to check that out and read it. Um, It's great. It is, um, I mean, it's a science article, so it gets pretty, pretty technical and a little dry there, dry in there in the middle, but, but it's great. If you want to check that out, I will link it. Um, that's it. I hope that you have a beautiful week. And until we do this again, find the pretty little things in your day. Peace out.